Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey guys, I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies and we tangent. What's up, everyone? It's us, bitch. <laughs> I had to. Oh, yeah. You, can you guys guess what this episode is about? It's only what everybody has been telling us to do. This is a story about a girl named Lucky. <laughs> I love that. I um, Can I tell you something? Can you? That Jamie Lynn's doing right now. I honestly forget she exists, like, yeah. all the time. I feel bad because any younger sibling of a famous person, or any sibling in general of a famous person, <laughs> yeah, like, like, just get, you're just so-and-so's sibling. Yeah. <laughs> like, even Miley Cyrus, her older siblings, like, her older brother is in Metro Station, and, like... Oh, I <laughs> don't know anything about any of her siblings. Yeah, well... Noah Cyrus, but that's Miley's little sister. But yeah. she's also incredibly talented. Anyway, Jamie Lynn made some kind of comment about how we're gonna go back in a second and do an actual intro. But yeah, this sorry, is on we- this is on my mind. <laughs> um, she made some comment about how she's one of the only people on her family's pay or who's not on her sister's payroll. And why should you be? She's coming out with a memoir. Of course she is. Right now. What timing, first of all. Second of all, do you know what it's called? <laughs> what? I must confess. Oh. You couldn't even pick one of your own lyrics? <laughs> I didn't even realize. You had to pick one of Brittany's lyrics? That's not even. I don't like her. I'm not a fan. Here's the thing. I don't want to say anything negative about these people because. Oh, yeah. Right. Me neither. <laughs> as far as. I don't know Dick from Dick. Yeah. Okay. 
about this shit. All I know is from the media. Yeah. And all and I we know... we can't trust the media. I'll tell you right now because... We can and we can't. We can and we can't. There's, we got to tell a thin oh, yeah, line yeah, with yeah, this yeah, whole yeah, media. Yeah. There's a guy down the street who's got a, a like poster board. Fake news. <laughs> he ha- he ha- went and took time to purchase a poster board, put it on metal stakes, and wrote, the media is our enemy. Oh, no. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> They're I, not that bad. I think, you know. I would say definitely early 2000s media was worse. Oh, I think that we need to hold any kind of corporation or any kind of like grouping of anything yeah. accountable. I think for it sure. checks and balances need to be made mm-hmm. in every aspect for any kind of little pocket of people. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of the words. <laughs> I keep just coming up with different ways to say this thing that I can't formulate. Yeah. So I hope you guys know what I mean. I know, um, but I'm here with you. <laughs> but like, I don't know Jamie Lynn. I don't know any of her business. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know how all of this has affected her. So like, I don't, I think the problem that maybe we should go back and like, <laughs> it, we're talking about Britney Spears. Yeah. We're talking well, about the know. free Britney they, movement. They read the... <laughs> Oh, yeah, you guys know the title and shit. But um, I I don't know how this affected her. And I think the problem with everything in the beginning, like going all the way back to early 2000s, is that we didn't consider those things when we just started talking about people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, okay, I, don't, I, don't necess- <laughs> I don't necessarily like... Uh, I Can just I think say it's bad I hate timing. her dad? <laughs> I don't. I don't have good things to say about I him. I hate him. <laughs> I don't have good things to say about him. I'll be honest. So good. I'll say that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm indifferent on her mom. Yeah. Same. Because she has spoken out about it. She's been like one of the only ones in the family that has that I found. I have been deep diving into videos of this, and they just keep getting more and more conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's but, the problem. But they're referencing actual documents. Yeah. So anytime, anytime there's like spooky music and then some text comes up on a screen and they're highlighting different parts, I don't even read it. I'm just like, this is legit. <laughs> it's got to be legit. It's in a court document. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Or it's not even, a cor- some of it's just like leaked emails and I'm like, oh, could not possibly be <laughs> Fake. faked. Yeah. This is definitely legit. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm sorry. We could go to a regular intro. Oh, wait. Did you say what you were going to say about Jamie? Oh, yeah, you did. I must yeah. confess. Yeah, I must that confess. No, it's just like, just pick your. That's I got. I got beef with your timing. Yeah, I'm not talking about you as a human being. Like, I got beef with your timing of your memoir because it seems a little opportunistic. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest mm-hmm. on your sister's tragedies. Yes, and you could have used your own lyrics. Is all I'm saying. And <laughs> pitch something. Write a song? I don't know. She sang the Zoe 101 theme song. Oh, okay. <laughs> could be something in that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, pick something from Zoe 101. Yeah. I never watched it, but... Um, so, any, regular intro. Anything new? I don't know. Any, did you shit yourself? <gasps> I haven't shit in two weeks. <laughs> oh, my. Can you believe it? Yes. I can't. Pregnancy. It hurts. Someone told me one time that they hadn't shit in so long when they were pregnant, they had to fish hook their own asshole and, like, well, get those suckers out. I'm scared that I'm almost there. I'll be yeah. honest. I'm, I'm at the point where I, I'll do just about anything to take it. Shit or 
<laughs> Did you try the bidet? I haven't yet, but I just thought as I was thinking that I was like, I wonder if I should chew that into my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm yeah. just so scared for when it actually does come mm-hmm. out because. I've had hemorrhoids. Yeah, well, they're scary. They'll be back. Oh, I know. They will be back. I'm scared. Well, the longer the fear keeps it in. I know. (laughs) The fear keeps it in, and that's dangerous. It is because when it comes out, it's just gonna have a wrath. It's gonna be a monster. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Um, Oh, I did get my first. When are you due? Oh, really? Oh, you have that much longer to go? Ew. Yeah, I was like rude. Honestly, I don't even think I'm that big. So first no, of all, I think relax. You're adorable. I might have been because I was like huffing and puffing, but it's fucking hot outside. Yeah, it is hot <laughs> Leave outside. Leave me alone. Now I will say, I remember. What are you? Twenty five. Twenty four. Okay. When I was twenty six weeks, I got maternity photos taken. Mm-hmm. My friend and I swapped photos, and I remember getting this dress on and feeling like it's a little big. I'm just so tiny. Yeah. 26 weeks is like super kind of early to take these pictures but whatever and i in my mind i was petite yeah i was just itty bitty and then now i look at those photos and i'm like oh (laughs) oh baby girl i don't think that you look like that but well i'll get there because apparently within the next four weeks is when she's going to be packing on the pounds they told me yeah and they're like so you know you're gonna get big and I was like bitch I'm there <laughs> or at least it feels like it. it in my experience and the thing that was so comforting to me is you gain what you need to gain yeah like don't don't stress yeah. you know there's no point in thinking about it you're gonna gain what you gain you know lose what you lose well I've only gained like nine pounds that's good but that's not true <laughs> But I'm a liar. I've gained 14 because I lost like a bunch in the uh, beginning when yeah. I was super sick. I got so angry whenever they, I had lost weight and then they like added it on. And I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, I started at this. You start from my start weight. <laughs> yeah. Don't you start from my weight when I was sick. My start weight was this weight. It's yeah. not my fault I lost five pounds. <laughs> yeah. Six, whatever. I don't even own a scale now. I don't either. It's just I have to go every week and oh, they measure yeah. me and I'm like, yep. I don't want to see it. <laughs> and then they say it out loud. I'm like, shh, shh, are you fucking serious? <laughs> but don't care. we don't care. No, that's what I'm saying. I actually yeah. literally don't care. Yeah. Most it of the time is... I'm just like, numbers, <laughs> numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got into, well, the only time it was concerning is when like there was an expected amount that you were supposed to gain from like one week to another. And I gained 13 pounds in a week. <laughs> In a week. And that's so got that's, nothing on what I happened to me when I was on bed rest, but... <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. That's, like, concerning, though. Oh, I know. I gained, like, over 50 pounds in the time that I was on bed rest. No, no, no. 13 pounds in seven days means I'm putting on... putting on bed rest for a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, putting on two pounds a day is a lot. Well, yeah. You're fine. Was no. it towards the end? Yeah. It was all water. And, well, that's what I'm saying is, <laughs> like, had they taken notice of that, I had too much fluid. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned about that number. I'm concerned at the fact that like you're not supposed to gain 13 pounds in one week. That's true, and and yeah, they probably should have taken note of that because yeah, I've been like, hey, like, where where does this come from? <laughs> Maybe um, we should check your your levels here yeah. because it seems like a lot. Yeah, and so had I actually put myself into labor when I was riding around on a lawnmower <laughs> <laughs> trying to pop my water, that. that could have been good information to have. That would have been bad times. Yeah. Um, so. What's new with you? 
Not a not a goddamn thing, not honestly. Goddamn thing? No. Um. Fuck. What's happening? <laughs> this is busy season, so yeah. honestly, like life is a blur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I am full full fling, full fledged, <laughs> full on, full nudity, full frontal. <laughs> I'm full frontal with wedding season right now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and. Um, it's going very fast. And I told Shane yesterday that like every time I looked at my phone, I had a new email and I'm scheduling like a thousand things and I don't know. It's a lot. Do you have like some, uh, something you can write things down in because yes, but I have a thousand things. I know. I'm a collector of journals. Me too. Okay. And I never write in any of them. No, I like the way they look. I love the, hmm, intent. Yeah. I love just my heart when I purchase a I journal. I want to do this. I'm going to be or a, a calendar. better person. Mm-hmm. No. That Shane for my birthday got, I don't know what that says, but he <laughs> got me a schedule. He got me a planner. And then he got me two additional like daily and weekly like, what's that called? Like notepads? Yeah. Um, They're not unwrapped. Oh. I, it's been a, almost a month since my birthday. Well, I remember when you got me something like that for Christmas? It took me until probably June to unwrap it. Did I? You got me like a planner. That was like our first year that we did the podcast. I did? I thought I got you pants. You did get me pants, but you also got me a planner. Oh. See, I love a planner. (laughs) I'm buying it for you. you, I'm buying it for me. Everybody's getting planners. (laughs) You were like, I know that you want to be like Mm. this kind of person. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Then that was the year of 2020. And I was like, do I want to write in this? (laughs) Ain't nobody making plans this year. I got no plans. (laughs) Ain't nobody need plans this year. So... It was a nice thought, but yeah. I didn't really use it that much because what was I going to yeah. write down? I had no appointments. Yeah. I, every time I open my calendars app, because like I will put stuff in there because mm-hmm. it alerts Shane too. That's um, what I like. Yeah. It's just got a thousand dots. Like the whole thing. I've got like a dots mega bingo. Every. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but. intense. Oh, I did get a really bad sunburn. That's nice. Yeah. What's it like being in the sun? <laughs> Honestly, it's the first time my skin's seen vitamin D in like four years. Is it? <laughs> it is. Same, because I've been pregnant for the last oh. four years. Well, you could go in the sun when you're pregnant. I can't. You know. I couldn't. No. No, that's too hot. Well, that's why I got a pool, so I've just been able to sit. That's the only mm. way that I've been able to be outside. Yeah. And I'll tell you something. I know I have a vitamin D deficiency, because when I got blood work, they told me that. But yeah. I was like, oh. How much could that really affect my mood? Turns out a lot. Oh, um, yeah, I know. Turns out so much. <laughs> I, I've i been waiting for you to come out of this for a couple yeah. weeks now. <laughs> when you, Marco, polled me earlier and I saw that you were taking notes, I was like, oh, this bitch is out of her depression. <laughs> <laughs> what? Finally. <laughs> yeah. I know. It, I told Corey, I was like, I have seasonal, but I have like opposite seasonal where mm-hmm. it, it hits me in summer. I don't know why. It yeah. just always does. It's very annoying. Well, you said the one time it's because like there's this expectation to be out doing a bunch of things and yes. it just like overwhelms you. And, you're and like, I, I don't, don't do like it. being hot. So I don't yeah. want to be outside and I just would rather sit inside. But then I scroll on social media and I see everybody outside and I'm yeah. like, Ugh. What am I fucking doing with my life? Laying in bed? But yeah. now I can lay outside just in a pool yeah. and somehow feels more productive. Yeah. And I'm getting vitamin D, which apparently cures shit. <laughs> well, good. Makes me feel a lot better. Good. I'm yeah. Gl- oh, shit. I'm glad. Welcome to my life. <laughs> I know. My beatboxing gosh. your friggin' microphone. <laughs> Speaking of beatboxing, Justin Timberlake dated Britney Spears. Fuck him. What a transition. <laughs> good job. Good job. Yeah, thank you. Um, honestly, I am a little mad at him mm-hmm. after everything, just because 
I I don't know. How much control do you think? We're we're referencing the fact that he kind of um how do we want to say this? Like guided people's view of her, mm-hmm. like kind of slut shamed her, kind of Very made her much. a villain in a storyline where he was like a sad sad puppy of a man who got cheated on yeah well let's i'm gonna go back to a little bit before that which is when she first popped onto the scene first of all she was like a child child. well they met in the mickey mouse club yes so i this popped out at me when i watched this documentary framing britney spears if you haven't Mm -hmm. seen it go watch it um it's on hulu yes this was this happened in 1992 okay she's on star search yeah and she's belts this ballot. Like yep. I've never she's eleven years old and she is incredible. Yeah. And then the host, Ed Mc McMahon. I don't know. Ed be. McMahon. No, it's Mick Mahoan. <laughs> Mick I think it's Ed McMahon. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it spelled M C M A H O N? I don't know. That's not McMahon. <laughs> if it is, I'm I'm quitting. Okay, hold on. Hey Siri. Because it was Star Search, right? Yeah. Who hosted Star Search? Star Trek 3. Star Trek 3? <laughs> well, you know, it was not William Shatner. Oh, my God. Hold on. Siri. Mick Mahan? <laughs> I'm going to be pissed if Who that's McMahon. Who hosted? Um, fuck. What's it Star called? Star Search. Hey, Siri. <clears throat> Show me Ed McMahon. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm quitting. That's so embarrassing. Okay, cut that. <laughs> nope, keeping it. Ed McMahon. <laughs> Everything you say now, not credible. <laughs> not credible at all. Oh, uh, I just looked it up because I was like, I have to know the man's name. What a dick I'm going to be if I don't even say it. I should have just said old man Mahone. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's still the wrong part. I know. Say dirty Ed. <laughs> dirty Ed. So anyways, she gets done. She sings this beautiful ballad. Yeah. Fuck, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> okay. And uh, first thing he goes over and he's like, wow, you have beautiful eyes. Mm. Your eyes are beautiful. Do you have a boyfriend? And she's like, no. Homie, I just smashed that song. Yeah. You want to talk about my eyes? Let's talk about my pipes. Exactly. And so she goes, no. And he, every, the audience laughs and he's like why not and she goes because they're mean mm-hmm. and the audience laughs and she's like dead serious when you see her face and he goes all boys all boys are mean what about me I could I be your boyfriend and she's noticeably uncomfortable as I am I yeah as am I like as a as an 11 year old so she's like then she goes uh I don't know and that whole thing just made me it was like the epitome of what they fucking did to her right off the bat which mm-hmm. was yeah, you're talented, and we're going to use that to milk you for your money. But really, we're going to take everything else about you, yeah. and that's really what we're trying to sell. Yeah, which is so gross. Ugh. So, anyways, why the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I wrote this all in order, not in order. So then we get to baby one more time. Mm-hmm. Okay, that fucking blows up. Did you know that went like multi platinum? Which I didn't realize. If you go yeah. platinum on an album, that's if you sell a million. Like yeah. records of that album, and then you can go every time you set. She, yeah, it sold eleven million. Yeah, eleven million. That is fucking insane yeah. for that era because that was like boy band era. Oh yeah. So, anyways, not to mention this is before the internet, so yes. like distribution Going is so much more difficult. Yes. Yeah. 
So they obviously sexed her way up for that. She's 16 years old. And yep. I remember her being on covers. And like I remember specifically older men hearing them be like, schoolgirl. And now that I know that she was a fucking 16-year-old, yeah. that Because she was older sick. than us. So yes. like it didn't, it didn't seem, seem weird. Mm-mm. But now being 30. Yeah. Looking. Yeah. She's a 16 year old child. And these women were listening to their husbands talk that way about a child and just being like, ha, because she was Britney Spears. Yeah. Ew. Fucking. Yeah. So then she gets a little bit older. She starts dating Justin Timberlake. Mm -hmm. Now, when she's dating him, it's like the first big relationship. It's like they're literally royalty, basically. And she goes to all these interviews and the, the interviewers are like, are you a virgin? That's the first thing they ask. Why the fuck are you asking her that? That's so there gross. There are certain questions that you just like, you don't get to ask people, especially publicly. Yeah. Like, they don't and need to answer. Teenage girls. Yes. What is wrong with you? Because yes. they never ask any of the members of NSYNC, mm-hmm. any of the members of Backstreet Boys. Don't tell me it's because she was a super famous like pop star. Because yeah. it was because she was a woman. They did it to Lindsay Lohan. They did it to freaking, who was the other? Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen. Paris Hilton. Jessica Simpson. Oh, Jessica the around The hyper her, focus around her virginity is so weird. Disgusting. Yeah. It was absolutely disgusting, especially, again, you're asking these girls, and then they would be like, ha ha, gotcha, if they found out they lied. I remember reading an article from a guy who was like, I slept with Britney Spears in high school. First of all, who gives a fuck? Right. They were dating. Even if they weren't, who gives a fuck? Yeah. But everybody was like, oh, she lied. What do you expect her to say when right. you ask her that? Because her answer was, yes, I'm a virgin um, and I want to wait till marriage. Yeah. Because that's what she was supposed to say. Because right. everybody else was staring at her. Not to mention, at that point in time, her demographic, was even young. if old men are oogling her, like is young children. Yeah. And so now and the she people... she's getting a lot of shit for being a... Uh, provocative. Yeah. I, one of the governors of... I can't even remember what state it was. Probably like Alabama. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like it was one of those like Arkansas, Alabama. Yeah. But um, the governor's wife literally was quoted as saying, I want to shoot Britney Spears. Ew, what the fuck? Okay, they say that and they she does a TV interview and the lady reads that and Britney Spears goes, ew, ew. <laughs> That's really gross to say. And they're like, well, you're supposed to be a role model. And she's like, the, I, I'm not babysitting your kids. Basically, yeah. was what she was saying. Like, you, ha- I'm not in charge of what your children listen to. Right. I'm sorry, but this is who I am. And that's the scary thing is like during that time, kids don't have cell phones. They don't have access to the Internet. Mm-hmm. They don't have um, the ability to like access these celebrities in any other way other than like their parents purchasing yes. them a T-shirt or a CD or going to a concert. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not their fault that you didn't pay attention enough until they were too deep into liking her to realize what she was or right. who she was. And even then, now you're shaming that. Yeah. How's that going to make your child feel about sex in general? That, plus, you're okay with them publicly asking about her virginity, but not about her wearing a crop top? Yeah. Like, what message are we sending to Keep little the girls same energy. here? Yes. Yeah. If we're not, if we don't want any part of sex at all, don't fucking ask her about her sex life, you right. weirdos. Yeah. So, cue Justin Timberlake. He, you know, they're whatever together, and then they split up. She never talks about the breakup, and he does the Crimea River video. Oh, that was his like breakout. Uh huh. Does a big like 
in every interview that he does, he kind of like talks a little bit about it, basically saying like it wasn't me, so you know, draw your own conclusion and Poor whatever. Me. Yeah. Yes. Makes her she never says a word. And part of me wonders though if that was if Justin Timberlake was made to play that role. Oh, for sure. If like his PR team was like, this is the angle. If you want to sell Crimey River, if you want to be this guy, like this is how you have to play it. Now you're you're accountable for your own shit. Yeah. But I think that there was other players involved. Agreed. Except I heard him on an interview. I think it might have been with Howard Stern, which Mm -hmm. is kind of gross. But they were like. Right off the bat, first thing they say, they were like, did you fuck Britney Spears? Ew. I know. And he was like, uh, I mean, yeah. And like laughed. He's like, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But like, you know, draw your own conclusion. Like, first of all, yeah. Gross. And second of all, then it was kind of like slut shamey to her. Why yeah, is so she it's a one? high five to him, but. So there was a magazine then that was released that was like. Something about sissy boy band, whatever. But hey, at least he got in Britney Spears' pants. It was so gross when I was watching this. I was like, I hate the early 2000s yeah. <laughs> so much. What they did to women. The fact that we grew up. Yeah. No wonder we're all so fucked up. <laughs> like yeah. The fact my that we grew up and that's internal we uh, misogyny is. Yes. I, that's something I battle all the time. It's huge because I think we all battle it. Uh-huh. And sometimes the most misogynistic things I hear come from women. Yeah. And a lot of times they come from women our age or older. Yeah. And it's because that is the shit we grew up like demonizing. Yeah. It also didn't help that it happened at about the same time the Monica Lewinsky thing was yeah. going on. And that whole thing was so disgusting, what they did to her, when really it was the man in power who took advantage of her. That He should have been the one vilified. Right. But, of course, it was, oh, I watched, like, friggin', what's his name with the the chin? Jay Leno. Oh. (laughs) I watched the thing that he was saying about both Britney Spears and Monica Lewinsky, like, called them sluts. Who do you want to go home to? The girl next door or the, like, something slut? Blah, blah. And it was, like, <sighs> disgusting. Yeah. Okay, Ugh. so I just think getting to that, um, doing a little background there will help set us up for what is to come. And I think it's important also to note that, again, our only access to these people and the only thing that told us what to think about them is the media. Yes, tabloids. So, yeah. Us Weekly. They didn't have yeah. their own platforms. No. They, we did not have access to what the celebrity... Unless they did interviews, and even then, sometimes they could skew those interviews. Well, those interviews were guided by someone else. Mm-hmm. They were potentially sometimes on the defensive, mm-hmm. like with the whole asking of the virginity question. So, so gross. I think that until... I think that that was a huge shift. The power shifted from the media yeah. to the person. Yeah. So now, if Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, Miley Cyrus, any of these people want to go to rehab because yeah. they are overworked, their mental health is struggling, um, they're battling addiction of some kind, then they have the freedom and the power to own that story and yep. tell it themselves to their audience rather than have it be told through the eyes of the media and have them attacked by paparazzi to and from these facilities yes so that's the the next thing so then we get to the point where after they split and she does the i'm a slave for you Mm -hmm. and she's getting really really big i mean she is like 
number one pop star in America. In the world. In the world. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Um, if you watch videos, which we didn't really get to see the behind the scenes part. We just would see the tabloid pictures. But the way that she has to walk through these. I mean, she is attacked as soon as she steps right. out of her home. And she can't even go to Starbucks to get a coffee. Like, photos of her were selling for up to a million dollars a photo. Yeah. So these people were like, they interview a guy who's a celebrity videographer, and he's like, we just all got sucked into it because of the money. Once we could, you know, so we we stalked her, and Mm -hmm. they really did. Um, There would be a point where a couple of guys, like her security team or the guys, would fist fight each other around her. There's times, like, she gets knocked in the head. Yeah. And so she's got the one, like, small little girl who's an assistant with her and then, like, just one bodyguard. That's it. Yeah. And all of these people crowding her to and from wherever she's going right. all the time. Um, and she gets to the point where when she walks outside all the time, she's like, I'm scared, guys. Please back up. I'm scared. But she's so quiet and mm-hmm. sad because when you first see her get famous, she's like smiley and yeah. happy and talking to them. And then towards the end, like she looks shake, like visibly yeah. shaken when she has to come. And then add that to the mix that she meets Kevin Federline. They have a freaking insanely quick engagement. Yeah. and But she Within says. Within six months, they're married. She says, she was like, I felt like at that point I wasn't living life. I was working, yeah. even as a child. And she's like, I just wanted to start living life. I wanted yeah. to do the normal thing. I wanted to get married. I wanted to have babies. Like, that's what I've always wanted. Right. She grew up in freaking Bible Belt, Louisiana. Yeah. Like, that is what, what she aspired to do because that's what so many people, right. you know, that was like a goal. So now she's got her baby and... They're doing the same thing. Cameras are bumping into them. Like, she's trying to protect. As a mother watching this, I was I had tears in my eyes the entire time because mm-hmm. I can't imagine feeling like I can't leave my home. I mean, I think we all went through it with COVID. So just, yeah. like, imagine that that's your life all the time. But with babies, you can't even go outside to, like... I was thinking about this. Um, take the baby out of it. Yeah. Just go back to just her. Mm-hmm. Because they were taking these pictures, and then when they would sell them to the tabloid, the tabloid could say whatever they Anything. wanted about the story. Because they didn't know. They don't, yeah, they don't care what they she's just took doing. one picture of her, yep. and it was always about her appearance. Her hair was greasy, her yep. blah, 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 whatever. She's which, let herself go. She's, her, she she's like, tipping the scales. In, yes. Yes. So, but she would walk out of her home, and, and I just imagined being at an amusement park and being like, really close to people yeah but all of those people were looking at me yes the anxiety that you would have to feel 24 7 only from them looking at me now imagine they have cameras oh and you know what those cameras are gonna do yes and they don't care if they bump into you they don't care if they bump into people that you love they don't care if they make you upset because then they get a better picture i couldn't breathe Mm -mm. thinking about that and And you can watch her she visibly is having panic attacks when you see her but i remember being a young adult looking at that and being like, well, what do you expect? Look how lucky she is that all these people care. What do you, well, what did you think was going to happen? You're a celebrity. This is yeah. what happens. This like, is what you get. Yeah. Deal with it. It was like celebrities during that time. And, and I know, yeah, they weren't people. Yeah. And I know that I, I know that in my mind, I thought Britney Spears was, um, incompetent and crazy mm-hmm. 
and was all of these things because that's what it was portrayed as yep. that all these images i'm like well look at these pictures yep. and look at the the headlines with them and yep. look at all these people saying that they're concerned well you get that pic- the video then and the picture of her driving with her Yep. Less than one year old child sitting on her lap. But she was like, they were literally banging on my window. Yes. And he was starting to scream and get scared. And I just wanted to get out of there. And the only way to go was to move my car. And at that point in time, people had been scaling buildings mm-hmm. to get photos of her, punching yes. in windows, yes. like breaking them. And it was scaring her children. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. At that point, she was also pregnant, I yes. believe. So she's pregnant again. They did say that she suffered from postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. So again, as somebody, we don't talk about that enough. And we definitely didn't talk about it enough back then. Not at all. It was like a, it's your fault for suffering from postpartum depression when it was talked about with her. It was like, well, then she shouldn't have her kids if she has postpartum depression. Yes. So fucked up. Which made how many people then just want to hide? Yes. Yes. Want to never come out about it because look at how... And I think I think that's why I never wanted to talk about any of my anxiety, any of yep. my fears, any of my any of my internal struggles. I never wanted to talk about them because not only with Britney Spears, but with Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. with the Olsen twins, with Paris Hilton, with all these people who were being uh, whose stories were being told incorrectly. Yep. All I kept thinking is like, well, that's bad. And look at how all these people around us are talking about yes. them. They're yes. going to talk about me like that if yep. they find out. Yeah, it was like, you think mental health is a stigma now. <laughs> it, back then, it was like, it doesn't matter what your mental health disorder is. You're crazy. That's all we're labeling you, uh-huh. and there is no coming back from it. Yep. So she, her and Kevin Federline get a divorce mm-hmm. when their youngest son is like six months old. And um, she, they go through a custody battle. They both want full custody. At this point, um, I believe... No, maybe it wasn't around here. But there was something going on with her dad and the kids there that, like, Kevin Federline wanted him not near the kids. I think he just wanted them in general. And there was originally no prenup. (laughs) Yeah. And then they finally got him to sign something. But he, they both went for full custody. And I think it was the, I don't know if it was the car incident. And then she tripped while she was pregnant holding him. And, and he, like, looks like he's going to fall. But she caught him. Yeah. But she has a glass of water in one hand and him. Yeah. And she trips. Yeah, I saw that picture, too. And yeah. again, it was... When you look at the picture, but God, how many... T- I used to accidentally smack my kid's head <laughs> off of doorways. It happens. Every single time he gets in the car. If I had somebody literally, like, taking pictures of my every move, I would be painted as a terrible mother. I think we oh, all yeah. would. You Any version of you can be told if yes. someone is documenting every, every little single, second. Yeah, because they can cut out the parts where she's being such a sweet loving mother the amount of times i have taken a photo of a mother son dance and they go to kiss like on the cheek but i catch a mid-act and it looks like they're kissing on the mouth and they look like the couple sometimes yeah. i include it in the album <laughs> just like, to be like just for you yeah do with that what you will but like you, photos can tell a different story than what really than what happened you, for sure when we took my engagement ones, I was a full-on gopher. <laughs> <laughs> it was very alarming no. that my face could do that. No, I'm just kidding. But, okay. So now we get to the point where I think Kevin gets full custody of the kids. And um, I'm not really sure why or how. It's not really out. But he did get full custody. No, I think it was because... I don't remember 100%. But I think it had something to do with... Brittany went 
Um, I don't know. Was this when she had visitations but didn't let them go back? Because I am going to talk about that part. No. There was something that happened where she had to go and... Was that when the conservatorship was only supposed to be for like three days? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so before that, she goes and shaves her head. Yes. Huge fucking thing. Now, when she's in there, the person, the barber or whoever was in there, they wouldn't do it for her. They were like, absolutely not. And she's like, well, give me the clippers and I'll do it myself. And he says that she said, quote, I don't want anyone touching me. I'm tired of everyone touching me. Mm -hmm. That's what she said. And I think it was like when people hear that, they think like, oh, it's because everybody was doing her hair all the time. And it was such a big thing. But I think it was also the fact that she thought if I take away the sex symbol part of me, if I take away this beauty part, this what makes me famous, yeah, maybe these people will leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, I watched a video with her um, doing another interview, and have you ever seen they make it a meme where she goes, I don't know, I don't know, and then she starts crying, and she's like, oh, yeah. That's like a big meme. Um, the question he asked is, do you ever think the paparazzi are going to leave you alone? Yeah. And then he said, do you want them to? And she like starts crying, and mm-hmm. And, like, she's like, that's all I want. Yeah. So I think at that point she was just like, how do I get these fucking people to leave me alone? Right. Which, of course, backfired because then they were like, holy shit, she shaved her head, which who among us? (laughs) You know, like, I will shave my head tomorrow, you know? Who's to say that that means that she's unwell? Right. But then a couple days after that, she goes to see her. Kevin Federline, he won't let her in to see her children for whatever reason. God, we've all... I thought that happened the day that she got her head shaved. No. The umbrella incident? It did not. I thought so, too. But it was like a couple, either days or weeks later. So... Got it. They do the interview with the guy who, it was his car that she had Listen, I watched so many videos today that, like, (laughs) I do not... Well, this whole week. Timeline. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I had to write shit down, because I was like... I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm-hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, "Ah, I don't think that's for me. But there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes
Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. I think Mm -hmm. maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. (laughs) So true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take a little Claritin D, clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Spring vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house... You probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me, and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk, and that's a important information to have. <laughs> so true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know, because whenever I go over to Sierra's, 
it's there. I always have some. Seriously. But it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal, but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it. And you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter. Go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash tangents. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. (laughs) Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons, so they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. (laughs) Yes. It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off Flex Disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first Flex Cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. That's code tangents at flexfits.com slash tangents. So um, she goes to try to see her kids. Kevin won't let her in. She goes to a gas station. She's with her cousin, I think it is, or a friend of hers. And um, they're hounding her, and she's visibly upset. Again, as somebody who's been there, who's been in a custody battle. Yeah. Like, not knowing what's going to happen and if you're going to lose your children, that is the scare. I had panic attacks every single day. Yeah. I remember being at work one time, and I got a message saying that I wasn't allowed to go pick him up and that if I had to go pick him up, I had to have somebody with me, like that it was just going to be a fight. Yeah. That was the first thing that I realized, like, oh, shit, yeah. this isn't going to be just a simple whatever. And I had to leave work because I was having chest pain so bad. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Yeah. Um. So knowing that that's what she felt, then she's got these fucking people hounding her again. Right. And she goes to get out of the car at the gas station. He's like, Brittany, just a couple questions. Can I just ask? The-? And she's got an umbrella. And she turns around and she's like, fuck you. And starts beating the shit out of his car with yeah. the umbrella. Which, again, good for her because I probably would have gone after the people. <laughs> so at least she went after your car. Yeah. Then she gets back in. Well, of course, that picture of her with the umbrella sold for like 
Oh, yeah. A shit ton. Oh, yeah. So they got what they wanted. Yep. Which is disgusting because then again, she was painted as somebody, I think it was right after that, that she went for her first psychiatric visit in the yeah. hospital. And um, she starts becoming like an international punchline on the media. Like I watched a family feud clip mm-hmm. where they were like, what's uh, things that Britney Spears lost? Okay. Was her mind. Her mind, her husband, her children, yeah. her hair. Like, it's fucking disgusting that people are, oh, it's going to make me emotional again. But so then the second time she has uh, a visit from her children and um, when Kevin comes to get them, she doesn't let them go. Yeah. The story is that her cousin assistant, because her cousin was her assistant, but I don't know if it was still her cousin at the time or if she had a different assistant. Yeah. But the assistant told her the police are going to go away. Mm -hmm. Just give it a minute. Don't worry. Um, and two hours go by and so she's just in the bathroom holding her youngest son because yeah. her older one was escorted out to the car. Oh, thank you. Cause I didn't know the the situation with that. Yeah. So when they finally get him, they admit her again yeah. to a psychiatric hospital and it's then they took her out on a gurney. Yeah. They yep. took her out of her home on a gurney, mm-hmm. like firemen broke down the door oh my and God. she was just standing there holding the baby. She was like, I was lied to. I was told to just stay in here and that everything was okay. Yeah. This isn't my, don't, whatever. Yeah. And I know that people may not know, like, if that's true or not. But But here we, here's the thing. If, if the media, if her story of shaving her head and all that hadn't been as public as it was, do you think they would have taken it that far? Right. I don't. Because I've had things like that that were misunderstandings. I've I've missed a, you know, because when you have, um custody battles like that you have mm-hmm. set like you have to be yeah. here at this timeline if you don't the cops can come and like right and it I was two that. hours she was in there and hadn't returned yeah. the other son but i've had that happen before yeah. and i just explained oh my gosh i'm so sorry i forgot what time it was no big deal yeah. literally a privilege for me right. for her because the world was looking at her as already crazy they had already predetermined mm-hmm. that she had lost her mind yeah then you know i think that right. added to it so th- at this point is when her dad files for temporary conservatorship. Yeah. And this is where the whole thing gets where we're going. But a conservatorship, I wrote the definition because <laughs> it's important to know. Yeah. Um, it's a legal status to which a court appoints a person to manage an incapacitated or incompetent individual's finances or personal assets or a minor- minor's financial affairs. Okay. So that's right. important. The two words incompetent or incapacitated. Yeah. It was created for basically people in comas. Or like dementia patients. Like Alzheimer patients. People who um, your family members don't want you to get financially taken advantage of. You know what I mean? Disabilities. Yes. Yes. But but this is like when you talked like there were. But I'll even say that even my students um, who were severe on the autism spectrum, uh, Down syndrome, they they had more control over their money yep. maybe not to the extent of like a 40 million dollar you know right. empire but they had a lot of autonomy that she was not granted yep so they say that it was just um they didn't want her because her mental whatever was so bad that it was just going to be temporary so that she didn't accidentally like blow all of her money on yes whatever the fuck well then um she has a court date. She gets an attorney, mm-hmm. okay? And she tells her attorney, 
I understand that I have to do this and the conservatorship. Just please don't let it be my dad. Yeah. Let it be anybody else but my dad, a professional, a bank. Sometimes a bank can be a conservator and so they can keep track of your money and like whatever. Mm -hmm. Just don't let it be my dad. Well, of course, her fucking dad is the guy who they appoint. Her attorney goes to the court the day that they go to file it like as a real thing. And the judge tells her attorney, I know what's in this medical report. I'm not going to show you what's in this report, um, but based on this report, we've determined that she's not of sound mind to have her own counsel, so we're going to appoint somebody for her. I'd also like to mention that anyone who is about to go through a conservatorship um, battle, like they're going to go to court for it, is supposed to be notified five days before. She was not. Oh, I didn't know that. And they are allowed to have their own counsel. Mm Mm-hmm. And the interview that was deemed the reason that she was considered incompetent, allegedly, was 15 minutes long. Really? Yeah. And happened like a couple days before. She was like not made aware of anything. And that's the thing. They say she consented to it, but she was like, yeah, I consented to the temporary one. I did not consent for it to be. And I said that I didn't want my dad to be. Right. And I wanted my own legal counsel. Like her attorney was like the way I was talking to her. She was completely competent. She was completely capable. Mm -hmm. Um, And then not to mention the fact that they get the guy they get then they appoint to her. He's making 10 grand a week. Oh, I think he made like four hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a year. Yeah. Yeah. That's for both of them. So she's paying her attorney. She's and paying her, her dad and her dad's attorney. Yes. Is that not the biggest conflict of interest ever? Thank you. Thank How you. is anyone supposed to advocate for her that's, when they're on her payroll? That's exactly what it is. How is anybody supposed to advocate for her when they're making money off of this situation? Yeah. How would you ever, why would you want to go and get her out of this when you're getting paid 10 grand a week? And I'm not paying for my dad's lawyer if I don't want my dad to be my conservator. No. Find your own lawyer. Pay for your own lawyer, dad. Yeah, but of course now he's in charge yep. of all the things. Mm-hmm. So he gets to decide it's... It's fucking ridiculous. She was spending over a million every year I on don't, legal fees. Do you know what her budget was? $200,000 a year. They gave really? her $200,000 a year. Now, do I know that that's for sure, for sure? No, this came from the internet. Right. But. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. So on October 28th, 2008, the conservatorship then becomes permanent. And um, Brittany consented to this because she was told that to the temporary one because she was told that it was the only way that she'd be allowed to see her kids right. again. So she was like, sure, if that's what I have to fucking do, fine. Which you can handle my children. finances. Yes, I just want to see my kids again. Knowing so, full goddamn well that she just made sure that she's going to have limited to no contact with her children. Exactly. Then, Did no one think about what that's going to do to those kids? Not to mention, obviously, it's horrific and tragic for uh-huh. her, but you just robbed this woman yeah of how many years of mothering these children and how how much did you rob those children of yep exactly do you care no no i'm not saying like if she was a danger for those children to be around like obviously in that case like i would want them to be protected from someone who is not going to be healthy for them mm-hmm. but we don't know that and we'll never know that yeah there because is... she didn't get the help that she needed exactly um there was also a part you just reminded me kind of a little bit of this but there was a part where she's really young and she goes i think it was maybe the mickey mouse club and one of the 
they interview a woman who was working there and she was like her mom was super like supportive wanted her to do really well she was like when her dad was around i didn't really hear anything out of him mm-hmm. like about what was going on except one time he said uh i don't care what she does i just want her to buy me a boat someday isn't that Yucky fucking man. disgusting? Do you know he sealed her medical records so her mom couldn't even see them? Oh, that's not surprising at all. Mm-hmm. At all. But that's when you were talking about that, I was just like, he doesn't care because he doesn't, he cares about money. Right. Or at least that's how it seems. Right. Because also, it turns out that he was physically abusive and would get violent when he would drink to them when they were younger. And, and then, to her children. And then Kevin Federline takes out a restraining order against Britney's dad so that he's not allowed to see Kevin or the kids um, because he had a physical altercation with one of her sons. Right. And because he controls who Britney can see, mm-hmm. now she can't see her children, mm-hmm. which is absolutely horrific. horrific. Andrew Wallet is the attorney who was working with her dad, who okay. was getting paid that 450000 a year or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's a point where he is doing legal things and he refers to it as less of a conservatorship and more of a hybrid business model, which I'm sorry, it shouldn't be a hybrid business model if she's clearly incapable and incompetent right. or incapacitated and incompetent. How the fuck do you know how much money she made in this time? She sold she did three albums, uh-huh. three albums. Four-year Vegas um, residency, residency, which she made $138 million doing that. Holy it shit. It was one of the most successful Vegas residencies oh, of I'm all sure. time. Um, she w- had numerous TV appearances. She was on The X Factor as she was a on judge. How I Met Your Mother, which was just like not a whole lot right. as much as The X Factor. But, <laughs> but you know, um, she did Well, I wanted tours. to notice note that she did How I Met Your Mother like right after she got out of... Yeah. Um, rehab. Yeah. So like they took her immediately out of there and put her back to work. Yes. That seems rather quick for someone who Who's is incapacitated. Yeah. Not to mention if she's so incapacitated when they talked to backup dancers, they were like, oh, Brittany wasn't the type of person that they were like, stand here, do this, do that. She was choreographing everybody. Yeah. It was her shows. Yeah. Like she was telling people this is what we're going to do. So everything you see in those shows is her. Like she's yep. coming up with most of those ideas or at Sounds least. Sounds like a crazy person. Yeah. Obviously, somebody who doesn't have, you know, whatever. So she she goes on to have one of the biggest comebacks of all time mm-hmm. and doesn't even get to keep, her net worth is like 60 million right now. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even get to keep like touch that. Yeah. So let's see if I can find this. Um, and she can't drive. She can only go on vacation when they tell her to. She can't leave. Yep. She can't do anything. So what's the point of making all of this money? She can't see her children. No. On September 9th, 2019, her dad temporarily steps down um, as the personal uh, conservator. The conservator of her person. Yes. There's one of her person and and one one of of her her finances. So he steps down as as her personal one. Mm -hmm. And it's... Jody. Jody. Jody something. Montgomery? I think it's Montgomery. Sure. Whatever. (laughs) This is all alleged. We don't know. (laughs) Sure, yeah. Don't don't sue us, my God. Yeah. Uh, But... He has, like, health issues. And at this time, she is supposed to be starting another residency in Vegas. It's, like, at the MGM or something. It's supposed to be a big friggin' thing. And so they have, like, a 
a whole night set up to it where she's going to get off of this thing. She's going to perform and then she's going to go talk and tell everybody, announce this yeah. new residency. And she pops out of the thing. Everybody's been waiting there like all night. It's on the live YouTube streams yep. and stuff. She pops up. She walks straight to the car. Doesn't say a fucking word. To yeah. <laughs> and then later. A boss move. Honestly. Yes, it really is. Yeah. So later on social media, she says, sorry, residency's canceled. Uh-huh. Um, and then she goes missing yep. for like weeks. There was a whole Where's Britney movement. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag Where's Britney. Mm-hmm. So what it alleged, what she says is that she decided to tell them, I'm done fucking working. Yeah. I'm not making you any more money. Right. So I don't know if that was planned that she was or if she was just like... Yep. But that's fucking awesome. <laughs> she was. For sure. So she's like, I'm not going to make you any money. Well, when that happened, she was checked into a mental a mental health like rehab again mm-hmm. against her will. Right. As I'm assuming a fucking punishment yeah. to be like, oh, well, you won't make us money when I get to stay in this place for yeah. a while. You want to work or do you want to sit in here? Yep. So Take your pick, girly. Yep. So they say that she stepped down because she was helping take care of her father, but really she was in this fucking place yeah. for months. Um, and then when she finally comes out, because she had been doing all these things on Instagram, you know, yes. subtly leaving messages. And when she gets out, her Instagram all of a sudden changes. And it, things are written off instead of, like, the actual um, emojis. They're doing, like, just the semicolon in the parentheses oh yeah like the old school emoticons yes and everybody is like what is this yeah. isn't her that's yeah. writing these things that's just a little bit of this conspiracy part i yeah. don't know if that but it just was interesting how the dynamic changed they're like we have out. to it seemed like someone was trying to take back her voice yes to be like oh well you won't do this for me punish her i mean yeah. it really just seems like someone is trying to punish her yeah so let's see. On March 31st, um, oh no, I'm sorry. On April 27th, she has a court hearing and her attorney requests that she be allowed to speak about her conservatorship at her next court hearing. That's this year. So June 22nd, the New York Times publishes a report based on previously sealed court documents that reveal Spears has been pushing back against the conservatorship mm-hmm. more frequently and for longer than anybody has known. Before this time, nobody knew yeah. that she had like been this actively against it, especially because if that's a factor for most of these conservatorships that I've I yeah. was watching lawyers do interviews, that's a that's something that needs to be taken yeah. into account. Like if they're capable enough to say I don't need this, I don't want this, know what it is and know right. what it's doing to them, then they should be able to decide. Right. Their voice should be heard at least. Um, she's been fathering her, sorry, fathering. She's been questioning her father's fitness to serve as her conservator since the beginning, basically is what they said. On June 23rd, she delivers a scathing rebuke of her conservatorship in court. Some of the things she says, quote, all I want is to own my money and for this to end and for my boyfriend to be able to fucking drive me in his car. And honestly, I want to be able to sue my family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know she talked about too how she never said anything before because she didn't think people would believe her. She saw how people 
treated others who came forward yes. and how people reacted. The PTSD that she must have from that whole experience. Not to mention they were heavily medicating her with lithium. Yes. Against her will. Yes. She was on lithium that she was like, I did not want to take. They made me take it. They made her get an IUD so that she could not right. have children. They were not. She was not allowed to get married. Like all of these things. She I was not watching to do. a lawyer um, speak about this and she was saying like that people are making the comparison to the I them forcing this IUD on her to force sterilization. Yes. And she's like, even this is some handmaid's tale type shit. Yeah. She's like, even if she's not sterilized, an IUD is 99% mm -hmm. effective. So it is basically sterile. And what and do you think they're gonna do if she gets pregnant? What do you think they're gonna make her do? Well, also, they have done this for how many years mm -hmm. she's 39 years old yeah. now so what she gets this iud out now she's it's a it's a high-risk pregnancy yep. is she even going to be able to conceive they took her baby making years away from her away from her not saying that you can't have a child later but it comes with health risks yes it is more difficult yeah it's more difficult to conceive and it is higher risk pregnancies especially after right. having an iud for that long right um she says they've done a pretty good job exploiting my life. She says she compares herself to a sex trafficking victim while describing a life in which she's forced to work every day. She said the people who did this to me should not be able to get away and walk away easily. Yeah. Um, One of the conspiracy theories basically says that this was a plan from the beginning. They realized that this was a business model yep. that they could... Um, kind of Home. put some things in place to basically get themselves a cash cow. Yep. Which is what they, I mean, that's how that they, they were her. making moves, that they were putting teams together on the back end to make sure that she didn't have a voice, that mm -hmm. she didn't have access to counsel. They've had all the loopholes worked out. They tried to do it to Lindsay Lohan, too. That does, and Amanda Bynes, wasn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. I don't know. I think Amanda Bynes might still be in a conservatorship. I don't know that for sure. So correct me if I'm wrong. Ugh, it's absolutely terrible. I don't know anything. I just know that I knew of those two. Yeah. Um, she says, I truly believe that this conservatorship is abusive. July 30th. So Jamie, her dad, calls for an inquiry into the claims that she levels during the testimony. Is this 2020? Yes. This okay. is all 2020. These, okay. These dates. Along with calling for the inquiry, Jamie's attorney files a separate set of documents pushing back against some of Spears' claims in her testimony, specifically regarding how much control he has in the conservatorship. For instance, the filing alleged it wasn't Jamie, but Spears' personal conservator, Joey, Jody Montgomery, so I was right with her last <laughs> name, who had been fully in charge of Miss Spears' day-to-day -day personal care and medical treatment since September 2019. Either fucking way, dude, you're, you know you're doing some shady shit, so... Yeah. You know that Jody was a professional conservator. That's a it's, job. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, she got paid for it, and she was a conservator to multiple people. Oh my! Goodness. I don't know multiple people at the same time, but yeah, it was her job. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, July first, the judge denies Spears' request to remove her father from her ongoing conservatorship. This is the part where I thought that it had. It, I'm like, oh fuck. Well, we're over. But right. the decision was not made in response to her. June 23rd testimony. Um, 2021? It was to her... What? 2021? Oh, I'm sorry. All of these are from 2021. I apologize. Okay, okay, Not okay. 2020. I still think that we're in 2020. Well, you just said July 30th, so that would have been 2020. Sorry. July 1st is what this is? <laughs> June 23rd. When did I say July 30th? <laughs> I thought a second ago. 
No, July. So that's when I was 1st, like 2020. July 1st is um, this, and it says the decision was not made in response to Spears' June 23rd yes. testimony, but in response to the November 2020 request Got that it. she had made. Um, and then, Guys, we're not professionals, okay? So, so we're just like hanging out, trying to read shit. So. I have been literally eyeballs to Britney Spears's life all fucking, like yeah. she said, all week. So it's been just a lot of information coming at me that yeah. I really had. A lot of dates. A lot of fucking dates. A lot of dates. A lot, lot of stuff. A lot of legality terms that yeah. honestly overwhelm the fuck out of me. Yeah. So apologies. Um, July 3rd. Maybe that's why I said 30th, because I was looking down at that date. The New Yorker publishes more details about the conservatorship battle, including that Spears has shown some disapproval since 2008. Um, the piece also states that Spears called 911 the night before her testimony to report herself as a victim of abuse from yep. the conservatorship. July 6th, her longtime manager, Larry Rudolph, resigns. Oh, also. Because she about- is going to retire, and he's like, what's the point? Yeah. Um, citing the singer's apparent desire to retire, he addressed the drama surrounding the, I like the drama, like it's yeah. fucking straight up abuse, but sure, it's right. drama, surrounding the conservatorship and distanced himself from it, saying, I've never been a part of this, nor its operations, so I'm not privy to many details. Um, but in her June 23rd testimony, Spears highlighted some of the professional pressures placed on her by her managers, including that she do a 2018 tour. Yeah. So, also... This Andrew Wallet guy, he, in 2019, after he makes all that money, decides to quit for some weird reason. And when he's asked about it, he says that it's a personal danger to Spears if he stays on. And I don't know. It's real freaking cryptic. Is that the lawyer? That was the her dad's, like, attorney Got guy. It. So it's real cryptic the way that he says it. Yeah. I'm not sure that's 100%. Like, But basically it was something that was a danger to her safety if he stayed on. Oh, how about recently Jody Montgomery asked for round 24-7 security because everyone's been receiving death threats <gasps> since this. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And the dad said no. The dad was like, no. <laughs> I think I'll be fine. Let's fucking see it out. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, July 7th. Jody Montgomery tells the courts that she's been getting death threats since mm-hmm. her Spears' public statements. Um, she asked the court to allow the conservatorship estate to continue to pay for the 24-7 security. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that's all of this. Since Miss Spears has this quote has requested that petitioner retain her position as conservator, petitioner has no intention of abandoning her by resigning because of these threats. But maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> well... Brittany, I think, asked her to come she on. Did. She wanted her because to be. Because she wanted a professional. She was like, I don't care. I just don't want my dad. I'll have yeah. a professional. Yeah. Just don't let my dad do it. I don't. If someone can make that decision, if someone has the wherewithal to, to do all of the things that she's doing, I don't understand how they can keep her in this. And I know that so many things are sealed. I know that we don't know. I think there was an alleged... Um, substance abuse accusation. I think there was alleged um, bipolar diagnosis. People live with those and do fine. Because if this happened now, that is again putting more of a stigma onto people with mental health issues that they are completely incapable Incapable. of running their own lives, which is fucking ridiculous. Same thing with the IUD. 
if they if they put that IUD in her because they don't think she's fit to be a mother, yeah. then they are saying people with mental health disorders aren't fit to be mothers, Which is and that's fucked, fucked up. up. And if they're not saying mental health, if they're saying that there's some other kind of disability that she has, that's saying that people with disabilities aren't fit to be mothers, well, which is also fucked up. Yep. So, when you go to her court cases, there's a big Free Britney movement, obviously, but then there's like the American Disability Association yes. are there because they're like, fuck you. Yes. This is going to set a precedent because right now this is unprecedented that she is this young and that it's gone on for this long and that she's made that much money being incompetent and incapacitated that's never happened ever you know what breaks my heart about this whole thing I don't know why I'm getting emotional. Britney Spears, I don't know you at all. No, I cried <laughs> all day You were one of my first concerts. Yeah. My youngest sister is in love with you. Yeah. Or, well, she was. <laughs> she, You were like her idol when I we were growing up. I think she's still is. <laughs> I don't know. But what breaks my heart about all of this is that this is her legacy now. I know. That everything... I hope to God... Because she was the biggest icon start. Yeah. ever in her time. Yep. In... This is what people will remember. Yes. Yes. Or the the breakdown. Yep. Which is like, look at everything people she did. People can come back from a breakdown. Like, so many people had horrific breakdowns. Like, you, you could even say that, like, everything that happened with Michael Jackson, it still didn't overshadow, like, his, the, you know, music Talent side of him. That yeah. He had, yeah. But, like... The fact that this conservatorship and like the the free Britney Brit free Britney Britney <laughs> the free Britney movement um, has gone on for so long, mm-hmm. like that seems like what people are when you say Britney Spears now, that's that's what people are going to remember, yeah. and that breaks my fucking heart because she's so much she's more. worth so much more than that, and I know I'm guilty of speaking poorly on her. Me growing too. Even up. recently, I feel like even when I started seeing some mm-hmm. of her Instagram posts, I was like, "Oh look, it's crazy Britney again." Yep. And it's like, what? What? I've had a mental breakdown. Yeah. I've literally been that person who's had to be like committed. Yeah. I know how this is. Why would that go to my head? But it was again just what I've been fed. Like yes. And I thought if I talk down about her, then. I feel better about myself. Well, right. at least I'm not that crazy. Right. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. She has had horrible, horrible, horrible things done to her. She has been treated as less than human for her whole life, yeah. I would say. She has always been treated as, you're not a person. You're a, a celebrity. Machine. You're a machine. Yeah. You're a cash cow. Mm-hmm. You are a, um, I don't know. Dancing monkey. Yes. All eyes on you in the middle of a ring just like a circus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, what is next? Hopefully. Um, This says, if Rudolph's resignation is any indication, others involved in the conservatorship could be stepping down soon as well. That's what everybody's fucking hoping for. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to be jumping ship. Well, here's the thing, especially because all eyes are on them now. In the center of a ring, just like like a a circus. circus. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. This said, it's also possible that Spears may soon officially file a petition to terminate the conservatorship. Now, they don't say which Spears. I'm assuming her dad because she can't. It has to be the conservator, not the conservatee that files. I she believe. can file a petition to but end she it. She has. And it's got no. I think that's what this is, is. She's filed to end it. Yeah, but it hasn't. They haven't come to a conclusion yet. Yeah, but why would it say may soon officially file a petition if she hasn't? She's already filed it. It, they just haven't reached a decision yet. I don't think she's filed it yet. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. 
I think um, she had testimony with intent to file. Oh. I can't say that for sure. Remember, we're just people who don't know dick I don't from know shit. anything about the legal system, you guys. No. There's a reason I am not an attorney. It's because I fucking don't know big words like that. <laughs> this says the next court date in the saga is currently set for July 14th. Um, it's coming the, up. Yes. And the hearings will focus oh, on Bessemer Trust. This comes out on July 14th. <gasps> it's today, everybody. No, I lied. The 13th. Ah, fuck. Tomorrow, it's tomorrow everybody. <laughs> Well, this hearing is going to focus on Bessemer Trust. Um, their petition, they want to remove themselves as a planned co-conservator. So they are like a big bank, I believe. Yeah. And they were supposed to be taking over some of the financial stuff. And now even they're like, we yeah. don't want anything to do with this. Yeah. Which makes me a little sad because I want her dad to not have any control over it. At the same time, he is he is having health issues. So like, you know, <laughs> just saying. We're not wishing ill on no, anyone. I but would never. But like. be someone. <laughs> If I had to wish it on anybody. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me, but I will. <laughs> so that's what I have. It's yeah. a whole lot of information coming at you guys. I'm sure you knew most of it, but yeah. that's, I wanted to fill everybody in and talk about just like, I don't know. I, I am sad that I partook in as much oh, of yeah. it as I did growing up and even recently where I was yeah. just like. I don't know. It seemed like she wasn't a real person, so it could. She was just there for my entertainment well, because she had been there for our. And entertainment I think part of so the long. problem was too that she, for a long time, whether she was forced to say this or not, was making posts saying that she was happy and yes. that no one needed to be concerned. Yes, and so it kind of led you to believe that, like, oh, maybe she does have something going on that makes this necessary right. and she recognizes that now and yes. she's getting the help that she needs but she was even talking about in her um, testimony that the therapy she's getting is not helpful mm -hmm. it's forced like I think that she's going to have to do crazy backflips in order to get through her trauma her therapy related trauma yeah. and that is going to be a challenge. The thing that's sad is to that, trust someone. Exactly. The thing that's sad right now is besides the, her fans that are doing the free Britney movement, it seems like nobody is in her corner, in her yeah. inner circle, is really advocating for her because they're all benefiting off of it in some way. Right. And that is fucking heartbreaking yeah. because you just need one person in her corner. Yeah. And I think her mom is trying to a little bit. I know that her mom has like. I mean, how, but she's liked things for the Free Britney movement online. Her brother made some comment that was oh, like... fuck her brother. Honestly, <laughs> he made some comment that was like, well, she hasn't driven in a really long time. This could be hard. She's not made a reservation. It's like, that's what you... You want to take her life away because she's going to have difficulty making a reservation? I haven't been to the dentist in six years, okay? <laughs> you want to take my car? <laughs> yeah. Literally, okay... I watched a little bit of that interview that he does or whatever, and the guy was like, you know, what do you think about everything that's going on? And he's like, well, listen, it's just kind of like all the women in my family have, like, they're very strong-willed, and they just do whatever they want. And that's really hard for us as, like, me, one of the only two guys. And the guy was like that they're practicing their constitutional right. And he's like, well, yeah, it sounds worse than what I'm... But it's, I'm like, saying, like, so annoying, though. It's so annoying that they can do whatever they want. Like, that shouldn't be allowed. Like, the way he was talking, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, just say that you want to control the women in your life because yeah. that's what you're trying yeah. to say. Yeah. And if that's any uh, glimpse into the way that your dad views right. the women in his family, then, of course, we can see right. that he's treating his daughter mm -hmm. like... You know what, though? If this was happening today, if if 
all of the things that happened back in 2007, 2008 happened today, she would not be in this conservatorship. Nope. That would not be the outcome. No, because look at Demi Lovato. Look at Demi Lovato. Look at Miley Cyrus. Look at Selena Gomez. Look at Justin Bieber. Look at... All of these pop stars who have had public breakdowns, Mm -hmm. public mental breakdowns, Mm -hmm. are all treated with... A little now, bit more of like a humanity. Yeah, and I think it's because they can more control yes, their, their voice. Yeah. Yes, as they should. Yeah, and, and they, it, no one made the road easy for them. I'd like to say that yes. because they got their shit handed to them and, and weren't treated right. kindly. But well, and nobody's saying that it wasn't hard. Yeah. Like, but it's just you know they don't have somebody controlling. The thing that it struck me when someone said it is if it this was a young pop star who was a boy mm-hmm. who was a young man would this have ever happened Probably it never not. has right and we've seen multiple young like freaking robert downey jr and kanye Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, Phoenix, <laughs> phoenix kanye west everybody again <laughs> i thought we were gonna have another, the shit out of me i thought we were gonna have another tequila all over your <laughs> self situation nope but all of those guys who have had, again, public breakdowns, nobody's taken their assets away from them. Mm-hmm. Nobody's taken their money away from them. No right. one's taken their personal ability to have children, to get married, to do whatever the fuck they want to do with their lives right. away from them. But we see it with these three young girls who, you know, grew up in the spotlight. Why? Right. It's just sad. It's fucking terrible yeah. that we, as a society, allowed this to happen. Mm-hmm. And turned our back on it for us. I'm fucking glad that there's a huge movement now. And it's sad that some of it is conspiracy theories because, of course, everybody's going to take that shit and run. I heard that she was, like, being abducted by aliens. (laughs) Like, it was crazy. Wow. But if it's (laughs) at least... Yeah. But at least if it's getting some kind of attention, it makes me feel a little bit better about what the fuck we did. Yeah. Or didn't do for a long time. Let's all manifest... The freedom of Britney Spears. God, seriously. And hopefully we hear positive news tomorrow. Yeah. This decision. Um, thanks for hanging out, guys. I don't know if that was like fun to listen to or not. If you guys like, if that's what you were looking for. Uh, we've wanted to talk about Britney Spears and we, we really wanted to. super funny because, you know, it's not a no. really funny situation. No, and, and you guys we're not funny all the time. Conversations yeah. with your friends aren't funny all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're serious and this is some serious shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, oh, wait a minute. I want to shout out to my sister real quick. Oh, okay. Cause she bought me this month. She bought she us bought these mugs. She bought one, two, one, two for me. <laughs> TT 12 bones. You're a real one. <laughs> you are. So it's our, our, uh, ladies and tangents, our first logo. And it says family is forever. She didn't really want this banner, but they made her get one. So it was between this and number one dad. <laughs> I really would have fucked with a number one dad one. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. But the back I love because it says, let your voice be heard. And so that's cute. friggin' what we're doing because so sweet. Um, I'm sad that Brittany, Brittany's finally letting her voice be heard. Yeah. And that's the most important thing in the world because for so long, none of us have been able to really know what she thinks about it. And yep. her voice and her thoughts about this are most the important. only thing that's, the, yeah, important. Yeah. Yep. So. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, we will be be with you uh, with a bonus coming out this Friday. Yay. So thanks for hanging out. We love you so much. We do. That's the that on Britney, bitch. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're out. <laughs>
That's not your part. <laughs> That's that on its Britney, bitch. All right. We're out. Goodbye. <laughs>